Hello. 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 Welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and beer. Today is a very, very special episode, one that I'm super excited about. It's our WrestleMania episode. Woo. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's get hype. This uh, homage to Stone Cold at the beginning and at the beginning of every show, really. <laughs> um, with the with the beer with can, with the beers, yeah, yeah. And today's beers, we've got three beers, we've got three IPAs um, with us. But it's not just any old IPAs. One is a single IPA, and then the second beer we're gonna drink is a double IPA. And, and the, the third, third is a what? Triple, triple IPA. IPA. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that was good. Um, so first things first, we'll start with the first beer, and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. We got. Some WrestleMania to talk about, of course, and we also got some Bears trade talk to talk about as well. But before we get there, um, I'll do the first beer since this is what I brought. Uh, it's the Blood Orange Billy from Fat Orange Cat Brewing Company in and, Connecticut. Uh, Boston. Boston, I believe. Massachusetts? Uh, maybe. I thought it was Connecticut. Boston. According it, to my research, but it's somewhere, it's somewhere in the northeast. The northeast. Yep. Yeah, well, it says it says northeast <laughs> nice. here, but when I saw it online, it said Connecticut. So well, super right. in sync. The podcast right. is your ultimate source for these <laughs> things. Anyway, if we're wrong, they're wrong. Yeah, boom. There you go. And this can, uh, we'll post a picture of this can. I'm actually about to post a picture and tweet it at Bears Birds Brews right now. This can is super awesome. I got this at Roswell Beer Festival. The can is really he dope. Borrowed the art it. is he borrowed awesome. it from Roswell Beer Festival. He will return the can at some point. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually going to keep this can, dude. It's sweet, man. And this can was a big draw at the Beer Fest. Like People saw it and were just like, I want that. I want that, yeah. It, it, looks, like, it looks like an evil Garfield. Yeah. It does. All it's right. a fat orange cat. Anyway. So let's, right. let's try you the guys, beer. Go ahead. Take a sip. What do you think? What do you think? How's it taste? Mm. Initial thoughts? Um, it's soft on the initial taste with a bitter finish. Soft on the initial taste. Bitter finish. Yeah. And by soft, you mean mouthfeel. The mouthfeel. Mouthfeel is soft. It's a a softer mouthfeel than like um, (laughs) other beers. I I actually, I don't know how to describe soft. I just know it's soft. It's like a cottony feel, like cotton soft or like a stack of really good toilet paper soft. A little in the middle, like maybe Mm. some cottonelle, some Charmin, you know. But yeah, it's a very, it's a a soft taste with like a bitter finish. I feel like Um, I... I did drink it again, but I didn't get much orange at the beginning or blood orange. See, that's interesting because <laughs> one of the first things I got in my first sip was definitely the citrus. The blood orange? Yeah, the scent and the taste, it, it's definitely there. Um, for me, anyway. I, I mean, know I what you smell guys it. Think. Just on the nose, like I don't get like a huge aroma of citrus, but I can see where it is present. But I don't get like an overwhelming citrus aroma. It is a nice color in the glass. It looks a bit it, hazy. Yeah, it lo- it's definitely like a golden color. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing about this is it's kind of, I don't even know if it's really possible to do it, but it's kind of like a sour IPA in that. Um, I mean, th- there are sour IPAs. I don't think this is a sour IPA, though, but th- there, are, there are sour IPAs. Yeah, well, I guess just with that citrus, it, it gives it that like tart, um, yeah. mm. that tart aroma and then also that tart taste. Nice. So and sitting at six point six percent alcohol. So <laughs> it is. It is not sessionable. There we go. There you go. Speaking of sessions, I feel like the Braves had a home like a run session on the Cubs yesterday. It was my um, goodness. It wasn't fun. No. Yeah. Well, not fun for you guys. I had a great time at the game last night. 
terrible. I mean, it, it was a great atmosphere. Like, the, the Cubs fans are out there. The Braves fans are out there. <laughs> Everyone was there. Everyone was nice. But, man, like, could you guys have just, like, not put eight? You know? Yeah. Like, four, maybe? No, we had to. I mean, uh, after getting embarrassed in the first three games on the road by the Phillies, um, we had to come home and make a statement, and that's what the Braves did. Can or we, the Braves, were. Can I go on a quick rant? Just a very, very quick rant. Oh, man. Okay. Can't the Cubs start Kyle Schwarber? Like, come on, man. Yeah. He has started in two games. you know how many home runs he has? Two. Yes. Nice. He has two home runs in two games, and he's still not starting. And Mark Zagunis is starting in left field, who dropped that easy pop-up in the first inning mm-hmm. that led you guys to start getting those runs. Right. Can we start Kyle Schwarber? If you want to bench a player, bench Jason Hayward. He is nothing. All he did was make a speech in 2016. Yeah. I'm done. He had a, he had a nice play last night. <laughs> Hayward did, but yeah, obviously defensively has never been the question with Hayward. It's always been his offensive. I, mean, I, been I, I will never. I don't know why you would pay a baseball player for their defense. Right. Well, no. I mean, no point. Hey, I'm just you know I'm just saying. Um, That's like paying a quarterback for their defense. Well, What's the point? Yeah. Or right. I mean, it's the start of the season. Like uh-huh. unless this guy's like coming <laughs> off an injury, why isn't he starting? Right. You know. Yeah, is there a reason why Schwarber's benched? Because uh, he can't hit lefties, apparently. But, uh, but you know okay. what I don't understand about that? Hmm. How do you know he can't hit lefties unless you let him hit lefties? Right. I mean, it's a good question. It's definitely. Nab saves the Cubs. Nab uh, saves Schwarber. <laughs> Nab saves Schwarber. Nab saves Schwarber. Oh, I'll save Schwarber. Schwarber's my guy. Schwarber's your guy. Except he lost weight. He was my guy when he was fat. But, <laughs> he's, but he's still my guy. Skinny Schwarber's not no Skinny longer. Skinny Schwarber's still my guy, too. Schwarber's. Schwarber's. Speaking of a guy who... Is going to start a lot of games for the Braves. Uh, Ronald Acuna just got paid. Yep. And tell me why. All right, I know you guys are Cubs fans, and you guys didn't necessarily enjoy that onslaught last night. Mm-hmm. Cubs Braves always a great atmosphere, no matter where you go, yeah. right? But um, when Ronald Acuna hit that home run last night, his first home run of the season, mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool. That was moment. a good shot. Yeah. yeah. That was a great moment I to mean, be in the stadium for that. So we can, you know, and then he got paid for a hundred million dollars. So for one home run, that's great. I mean, yeah. So, Good day for Ronald Acuna. So, like, sure. I, I wish I would have saw it, yeah. but I did not see much of the game yesterday. So, oh. I mean, I won't lie. I didn't. We were in the chop house, and those screens are, like, severely delayed. Yeah. Well, somebody so it's needs not to even, it's not even that. It's just that, well, th- there has to be a delay for everything. So, they, they, they'll never be live. Yeah. But well, I thought if it was an in-house broadcast, but nah, either way. No. But it's no. still delayed. It's yeah. still delayed in Fox um. Sports. But the thing is, <laughs> I was either trying to get into the stadium or getting beer, I, I, the first action of the game I saw was the sixth inning. <laughs> but that's when we were out on the patio, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but there was just so much going on. Like. There was a lot going on, and it was it was crowded. I mean, but yeah. then again, it is, it's opening day, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, everyone's excited. I will say, out of the other Braves-Cubs games I've been to, there was a lot more Braves fans visibly present this time than yeah, I've noticed. I agree with that. I, I mean, I think it might be different tomorrow and on Wednesday. Yeah. Because a lot 100%. of the fans, Cubs fans came into town as well. Yeah. So, you know, they would have the days off. You know, I think Thursday's a day game, like at two maybe. So. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, man. I wish I'm off Thursday, but I'm not going to be able to make that. Yeah. That would be <laughs> a lot of fun. Though. I'm sure you can get like a $10 ticket. Yeah. But either way, um, there were a lot of Braves fans here last night, like a lot of Braves fans, more so than I think we're used to seeing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and granted, it is a home opener. And coming I up think, a playoff run and everything. So right. And I sense. think that's the biggest uh, factor right there is like we had the playoff run. Finally, they unveiled a pennant last night, which Braves fans are used to seeing for like literally like more than 10 years straight we would see one yeah. at the start of every season yeah. and so finally got back to that 
And there's a lot of excitement around this team. And I think we saw a while last night, right? Like those runs that we hit, I mean, that's kind of what people expect from the Braves this year to build off that momentum last year. Ronald Acuna is must see. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, 100%. If he hasn't already, like I would think it's Brett. only a matter of time before people in other stadiums and other cities are like going yeah. specifically uh, to see him. Acuna is a real deal. Acuna yeah. Matata, he's a real deal. He's oh, great. Yeah. Uh, but Braves need to do one thing. They need to go sign Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know that there's something in the works, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we should move on, but I just want to say that um, with that Acuna home run, we're in the chop house. Couldn't see the game, couldn't see the field anyway, but you, he hit it, and you just heard everybody's reaction yeah. in the you stadium. Heard that. You heard that oh, visible. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, like, oh, my God, what's going on? And great. you heard that reaction in the stadium. And when I realized that, oh, my God, it's a Braves player hit a home run, that's when I got really happy because I was watching the Phillies game on Sunday night, and I heard that same pop. And it was a Bryce Harper home run. No. I looked up from what I was doing. And I was like, man. <laughs> I mean, he's a real deal, too. But anyway. Like I said, everyone passively watches baseball. That's why we should bring hockey. But yeah. <laughs> Slash, there's nothing like the sound of a perfect, perfect home run. <laughs> True. So there was some football news for the uh, Bears fans. Uh, Jordan Howard, uh, Jordan Howard's era has ended in Chicago. Yep. Traded he away. He's uh, on uh, Philadelphia now. For a 2020 fifth or sixth round a pick. sixth round pick that could go up to a fifth, which I feel like it will go up to a fifth because Jordan Howard is still a very good running back. Yeah. He just doesn't fit the scheme. Are you are you happy with that trade, Nabil? I know you didn't want Jordan Howard on the roster. You wanted to get rid of him. I just feel like we could have gotten a lot more for him. Uh, so during, the, um, during last season, we were offered a third-round pick for him. Yeah. But it was during the season, you know, they didn't want to give him up just because we were in the middle of a playoff run and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, no, I thought this would be about what we would get. I thought we may be able to get lucky with a fourth-round pick. Yeah. But, no, th- th- this actually seems like the right type of return for him. Okay, interesting. Now, then, how do you feel about it? I mean, I would have liked to get a little bit more for him, you know, like maybe an actual third-round pick would have been nice, but... I mean, I get it. So, so the, the the reason why no one's going to give up a third-round pick for Jordan Howard is, like, they can just draft the running back in the third round. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. So, And I think it depends on where you are in terms of, like, do you need an experienced running back to step in so you can go right for the playoff run, or do you want to groom somebody right. and draft them in the third round? Yeah. So I think the right team in the right situation maybe does say, hey, well, instead of taking a rookie, we will uh, yeah. go ahead and make that trade. But uh, I, you know, I think Philadelphia, man, it's going to be really interesting to see how he fits in there. Well, I think he's going to be JHI is a free agent. JHI is gone. Yeah, he's cool. a free agent. So Dar- they still have Darren, Wend- Spr- Darren Sproles is gone. Is he retiring or he's, is he? He's a free agent. He's They're free not going to resign him. So I don't they, think they got so. Wendell Smallwood who will replace Darren Sproles, and they have that one running back from Notre Dame that was undrafted who was decent last year. He was really good last year. I yeah. had him on my roster for a little bit. Yeah, uh, and then he got hurt. Obviously. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I was just gonna say I think Philly's a great fit for Jordan <coughs> Howard. Yeah. Um, I feel like he fits in. He's like very versatile, mm-hmm. and you know, with the Philly, with their offense and what they like to do, um, it's gonna be really good. I, and it's gonna I don't take think a pressure. He's as versatile, like. He's good in pass protection. He's good up the middle, but he can't really do much. Like he's, he's a, a he's a, a power one dimensional running back. Like yeah. he'll go up the middle. Yeah, he's not gonna like he'll catch a ball here and there, but he's not gonna be someone who's gonna you know be a threat out of the backfield. So I don't think he's that versatile. He'll be like a first and second down back occasionally there on third down. Yeah, I mean I guess I could back. see him being like in some swing plays and stuff, but uh I guess it really just some wheel routes. On, yeah. He won't like, be on a wheel route. He will not be on a wheel route. No, you don't think so? No. Smallwood. 
Small would be there on a wheel, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure that Philly's going to have him for one year and let him go. You think so? That's yeah. all? Yeah. That's but all he has left on his contract yeah. as well, right? One year. So is it worth it for them then to trade a draft pick for one year from one guy? I mean, so so it is worth it for them because if they if they let him go and they get mm-hmm. a compensation pick, they'll get a fifth-round pick back in 2021. Okay. And it, you're trading a pick for the year after. Who knows what's going to happen in two years, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, it's definitely worth it. That's fair. Yeah, I just think Corey like – Corey Clement. That was the other running back. I don't think that's in the Notre Dame one. There was someone else. He was, was good last year, though. He was good. Yeah, I he think he's the other year. running back. No, there's one more. I'm telling you, there's one more <coughs> running back. Um, we, we will drop that name a little later. Yeah. Boston we, Scott? Nope. That's uh, the only other running back on the roster right now. All right, now we got to do some research. That's right. Well, either way, I was just going to say, I do think uh, I could see him being in some swing plays and maybe like some screens, but um, I maybe know. it's more uh, so for the – the pass blocking, right? Because they yeah. need to protect Carson Wentz, especially now that you don't have Nick Foles. Yep. You need somebody who understands, like, you can't have a rookie in these positions. You Absolutely need somebody not. who has the experience with an NFL team and with these players that, all right, I got to protect my quarterback, and it's super important, especially now that we're down to one. Absolutely. One main guy. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, Asif, why don't you tell us about that? Wait, hold up. I know what the good running back is. Who was it? Josh Adams. Josh Adams. Yeah. That's correct. He was really good. From Notre Dame. Really All good. Right. He got injured as well, right? I believe so near the yeah. end. So, Asif, you cracked a beer in the middle of our um, mm-hmm. Jordan Howard talk. What did you just crack open? Yeah, so this is the um, Great Divide Hercules Double IPA. And this is another one that I got from the Roswell Beer Festival. Hercules, Hercules, um, Hercules. It's really, the can <laughs> is super cool. There's two different sides of this can. Um, so, we'll, of course, we'll post pictures on all these. This is a 10% ABV. So, definitely not sessionable. No. Podcast sessionable. Podcast sessionable. Podcast sessionable. <laughs> Always podcast sessionable. Hey, I think we can put that on a t-shirt, too. Always yeah, podcast sessionable. There you go. Uh, but this one, I like this one a lot. It's Even though it's a double IPA, I mean, you definitely feel it and taste it. Yeah. But it's it's made well, yeah. and it's it's made well. It's got good mouthfeel, but Nabil, you are the mouthfeel judge. Mouthfeel so all right, let's you. see what the mouthfeel is. Let's see, Nabil. Take a sip. Awesome. Go ahead. Try another sip, too. Um, <laughs> it's not a distinguished mouthfeel. It's just like a – it tastes like a – mouthfeel-wise, it's just a regular IPA to me. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's – it's um. It's got a full body. O- overly hoppy, like not overly, like it's very hoppy. You can taste the hoppiness in it. So yeah. do enjoy that. I wonder if this is a dry hopped or something. Gotta Let's see. While well, Nabil looks that up I and also exposed that, um, <coughs> we're gonna get on to the next one while we wait for that. Oh, I, I do like their um, their slogan: "Great minds drink alike." Uh, yeah, that's oh, a good one. Oh, nice. Wait, uh, Asif, did you sneak in a C? Oh, it's okay. It's not a CBD beer. It's CDBC. <laughs> I was like, drug me, bitch. No, but I think <laughs> I, I think that probably caught my attention at first. I was like, I gotta take it. Gotta take when it. I looked closer, I was like, oh, never He's more. thoroughly disappointed. All right, so um. <laughs> We got something big coming up this Sunday. Yeah. What's happening, Asif? Tell us about it. So this Sunday is uh, WrestleMania 35. From Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. There you go. Dun, 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 it's <laughs> one one Sunday without football that is not going to be um, one that I'm going to miss football because I'll have something to look forward to, right? Which is That's WrestleMania a bold statement. 35. That, that is a very bold statement. Hey, but hey, you just got to take one Sunday at a time, right? No. No. And uh, anyway, any <laughs> given Sunday? No? Okay. Um, <laughs> so WrestleMania 35, obviously 35 is a milestone to some degree. And so now WrestleMania is back in New York City, which is where WrestleMania 1 was held. And then they held WrestleMania 10. Nice. And WrestleMania 20 there. Okay. Um, 
or it's some sequence like that. So these milestone numbers are all in Vince New York. Vince McMahon and and the company like to go back to New York. See, the first WrestleMania was held in Madison Square Garden. Was that the one where uh, um, Hogan body slammed onto the giant? I I believe so. Nice. I was that the so. first one? Possibly. Yes. Man, I, sure. that was an iconic so. moment. I it, wasn't born. Um. <laughs> so, but in in honor of WrestleMania, we're close out enough. That, um, <laughs> we're now drinking the Hercules. It was strongman beer. Uh, now that we're talking about a WrestleMania segment, and uh, fun fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but WrestleMania is being held at MetLife Stadium this year. Oh, nice! So they've yeah. So for WrestleMania one in Madison Square Garden to now at MetLife Stadium. So it's it's in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. we don't talk about that, but yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're right. And just for clarification, MetLife is the, the Giants. Play. The Giants. So the it's Giants an, and the Jets. Yeah. So it's an outdoor. No, no, MetLife yeah. is a closed. No, no MetLife is outdoor. It is outdoor, right? It, WrestleMania is an outdoor. It's an outdoor, and wow. yeah. So that's the thing is, um, I don't know what the weather looks like in New York. Actually, I'm gonna look it up, uh, right now and see. But when they announced, because they announced WrestleMania a year in advance, so a year ago that they announced that WrestleMania 35 is gonna be held in New York, um, this year, and I was like, man, if the weather is nice in New York City on this day, uh, Vince McMahon is. He's almost, I don't want to say he's like a god, but, you know, Vince McMahon is. Vince McMahon is nowhere near a god. And, uh, well, he's definitely got a special aura from what I've heard on podcasts and interviews. Like, he's definitely got something different about him yeah. that ordinary Drugs. people don't have. <laughs> um, Money. But, so here's, here's what's going to be interesting. Sunday in New York City is going to be 56 degrees and raining. So and it's going to be an outdoor event. And it's an outdoor event. So the ring is covered. Obviously, the ring has always got to be covered. Yeah. And they've had a few WrestleManias outdoor. Like next year's is in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium. Um, nice. They've had it in Miami a couple years ago. One of the best WrestleManias in recent memory was WrestleMania 31, which is at uh, uh, Levi Stadium mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Right. So they've done outdoors before, but uh, really taking the chance over here, going with an outdoor stadium in unpredictable weather city. And... I'd be very curious to see what this looks like so, on film. Hmm. So how about you let everybody know what the rundown is? Like, you know, mm. I've, I've been out of the wrestling game right for a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, who, who's going to be on there? Who, who's who's so, wrestling? Yeah, so there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of names that um, obviously are new. But so I'll start with some of the ones that are uh, – you guys might know these names. Like Triple H yep. is oh, fighting again. Know that guy. And Triple H's WrestleMania entrances are always iconic. So we'll be very curious to see what happens with this one. There's another great divide. We had two cans of that, by the way. Um, <laughs> you guys know that. Uh, we tri- divided the cans. It's <laughs> Look at that. I was going to make another joke. The divide is now complete. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, and so Triple H is fighting Batista. I don't know if you guys know Batista. I know Batista. Yeah, so Batista uh, For was our fans out there, that is Drax from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. There you go. Thank Volume you. Volume 1 and 2. I have yet to watch that, actually. What are you doing? Well, you guys know I don't watch superhero movies, but it's all right. Um, so, Rey Mysterio will be there. He's still there? Right, Rey Mysterio is nice. back, and he is fighting um, this weekend at WrestleMania against Samoa Joe. Yeah. For the U.S. Championship. Excuse me. And then some other names. Shane McMahon is going to be fighting at WrestleMania. Nice. Vince's That's Vince son. McMahon's son, right? Yes, he is. I do remember him when he made his first entry. And, uh, Shane so O'Mac. Yep. Shane O'Mac, exactly. Show me the money, or here comes the money. Yeah. Shane O'Mac will be fighting at WrestleMania against The Miz, who I don't know if you watch Miz and Mrs. on USA, the reality TV. I'm too busy uh, watching the Cutler show. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> the, the Miz is a great wrestler. Honestly, I think one of the best in the business right now. Okay. So Shane and Miz have a false count anywhere match. Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio have the U.S. Championship match. And then there are some other names on there. So Roman Reigns um, got cleared of his cancer remission. Oh, nice. Good stuff. Good and, stuff. Uh, so Roman Reigns is going to be fighting Drew McIntyre. Who, so Drew McIntyre is an upstart type of guy. And when you see a picture of this can – um, you've got a guy holding this Hercules can. You've got a guy holding like a big, uh, bell bar dumbbell. Yeah. And uh, when I see that can, I see Drew McIntyre. He's oh, a nice. physical, like specimen, like yeah, six seven, like ripped, super strong, super muscular. For the record, Austin just took his shirt off. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, and when I see Drew McIntyre, I see myself. So there you go. There you go. And then they both have bodies for radio. Uh, you guys know Daniel <laughs> Bryan. No, no. So Daniel Bryan, I know Chris Bryant, who? Chris Bryant. Uh, not no relation actually. Oh, okay. Daniel Bryan is Antonio um, Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryan had one of the best WrestleMania moments at WrestleMania 30. Okay, he won the championship against Batista and Randy Orton. Nice. And uh, so he's gonna be fighting Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. I remember Kofi Kingston? Dude. Kofi Kingston will be fighting. Kofi Kingston is on the shirt that Nader bought me for Secret Santa. Yes. Okay. Um, or is that the uh, the unicorn guy? The unicorn guy, yes. Yeah. There you go. We'll get a picture of that shirt out there, too. What's up, Nubo? All right, nothing. I'm not going to repeat what I said. <laughs> and then, um, so fun fact, and and I almost can't believe this is true, but apparently it probably is. If Kofi Kingston wins the WWE Championship on Sunday, he will be the first uh, black or African-American WWE Champion I, in company history. I, I have a question about that. Was it Bobby Lashley a WWE Champion? Or was that WWF? Well, I don't. Oh, it's the same concept, but I don't think that Bobby Lashley ever did that. Bobby Lashley has the Intercontinental title right now, and that might be the first championship that he's won. And um, and Bobby Lashley was in the running for the uh, WWE title, uh, maybe as recently as a few uh, months ago against Roman Reigns, but I don't think he mm-hmm. beat him. I don't know because you brought that up off the air a couple a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I thought Bobby Lashley was that, but and um, what does Booker T not transfer over from WCW days? So yeah, WCW titles would be different, right? But, but that's a but great it, but observation. It, but it uh, merged. It merged, but for the sake of <clears throat> the history books being what they are, there's never been a black WWE heavyweight title contender or well, champion. Well, we all know WWF is the best. Um, Who doesn't like seeing pandas fight? Anyway, so um, <laughs> as far as the matches I'm looking forward to, there's a bunch more. Also, Ronda Rousey is fighting. Nice. And is it this the uh, first women's headliner? Yes. Yeah, so this is the first ever women's main event at uh, WrestleMania. Go over who's going to be on the event and the historical things behind it. Yeah. So it's going to be Charlotte Flair, daughter of Rick, nice. who is no stranger to being a champion. That's cool. And then Becky Lynch, the Irish last kicker. Okay. Is what they call her. Uh, she's got red hair, so kind of like that. Um, that beer can might be good for her. And then <laughs> against Ronda Rousey, who is the champion right now. And so this is a SmackDown women's title and Raw women's title, women take all, winner take all match. Oh, nice. And it's going to be the last match on the show for the first time ever. So this WrestleMania is going to be historic in a lot of ways. Back to New York, potentially New the first or potentially the first black champion and um, potential. And now we've got the women's main event for the first time ever. And hopefully – uh, Becky Lynch wins this. The The buildup so far has been Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, it's and they inserted Charlotte Flair in there, and a lot of people speculate it's because they don't want 
anybody to pin Ronda or make her tap to make her look weak. Uh-huh. So that way, if she goes away, her character is still strong. And so they think that they put Charlotte Flair in there because Charlotte is going to have to be the sacrificial lamb, quote unquote. As the way her father always was. Yeah. Or in, or maybe Becky will be the sacrificial lamb for one of the other right. two. Well, like if you watch that 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, like mm-hmm. he was the best loser of all time because he can make you – he can make the show better for you. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and that's like, – So I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but the last one that I watched was the – um, and I actually sent this uh, gift to Asif when I beat him in the, in our um, league, in our fantasy league champion of of Shawn Michaels super kicking Ric Flair in the face, saying uh, yeah. "I love you." Uh-huh. And that that so took cute. place at WrestleMania. It did, and, and that was actually the last WrestleMania match I watched because I was a big Shawn Michaels fan. Mm. I know he came back and forth now, but I'm kind of over it. But yeah, you know, Shawn Michaels was a dude, and that was the last thing I remember just him kicking. Um, in the face and very, then crying as he hugged him. Yeah, that was him. very emotional. It was very, very emotional. And did you know that actually Shawn Michaels bought Ric Flair a Rolex that weekend? No, he bought himself and, and Ric Flair a Rolex. And on the face, he put uh, where the where the 30 marker is on the watch. He put uh, 25 because it's at WrestleMania 25. He put a 25 oh in, in diamonds. Wow. Um, Wait, that, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. So now they're asking why I'm wearing this jersey. <laughs> so for those of you that are obviously listening to this, Nabil is sitting currently in uh, in the studio with a Jay Cutler jersey, and it is the old school Reebok Jay Cutler jersey. And now it is all starting to make sense. Um, but I'm going to let you do the great reveal. Nabil, tell us, why are you wearing a Jay Cutler jersey? Guys, it is Jay Cutler Day. <laughs> Ten years ago today, we traded for Jay Cutler. Oh, and oh, I man. still celebrate that day because that day was full of hope, full of awesomeness, and still <clears throat> Jay Cutler is the best Bears quarterback of all time. I know this wasn't on the script. I know that it was your show, Asif, and I apologize. No, it's okay. But it kind of coincided, and you said ten year anniversary, and I'm like, freak it, and it's gonna be it. Well, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we uh, I gotta verify that, but it should be a ten year anniversary. But I'm pretty sure it is. is so it that's ten good. years for Jay Cutler trade. Ten years ago today. Trade for Jay Cutler. Man. We all thought it was an April Fool's joke one day too late. Yeah. I, Essentially, it was an April Fool's joke that lasted about eight years. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that was good. Was that was jo- really good. It was a joke that kept giving. <laughs> so, Jay Cutler was traded for in 2009. Okay, that makes sense because I remember my freshman year of college watching Jay Cutler, I guess probably the Monday Night Football debut, play for the Broncos. Yep. But that was obviously in like September, October, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And so now in April, it makes sense. Very cool. All right. Sorry for taking your spotlight away. I am going to crack um, the last beer, and then we can go into uh, Stepping by Now There, and then back to WrestleMania. How's that sound, guys? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Are we Actually, going with Now There? No, we're not. We'll just we'll just go to uh, to Asa's segment. We're going to keep okay. talking WrestleMania. All but right. everybody should know the name of this beer because it's hilarious. And it's a triple IPA. So we've won. This is a triple IPA by our very, very good friends at Turning Point. And I'm not just saying that. I hung out with them for two hours in Dallas the other day. Um, it is called A New Start. Yes, new I said start. that. Ain't a start. <laughs> it is called Ain't a Start. Um, and it is awesome. But the real name is A New Start. A New Start to pay homage to a very awesome TV show um, that has Tobias Funke in it called um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. And, uh, well, I, uh, for another good laugh, on the show uh, outline that I had to create for this week, I totally thought the beer was called Sour Anus. So, 
<laughs> which is probably not what you want a beer to be called, especially if you want to drink it. Definitely not. Anyway. Yeah, when you wrote that down, I was like, what is awesome bringing? <laughs> no. Uh, at least I put LOL in uh, parentheses, so that was good because um, I thought it was pretty funny, and it is. And All I've right. never had a triple IPA, so I'm very excited about this. Shout out to the people at Turning Point in Dallas. And shout out to Triple H because you are also a triple. <clears throat> and yes, oh. so we'll, we will get there in in uh, in place of now there's nonsense. We're coming up on 30 minutes. So I'm going to run through this list pretty quickly. Um, like I said, there's a few matches at WrestleMania I'm looking forward to watching. I didn't list all of them, but uh, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, Samoa Joe versus... Rey Mysterio, I think, is just two great wrestlers in that match that would be good. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre to see him back in the ring. Shane versus Miz is going to be crazy. And then Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship, which in theory would have been the main event if uh, the women didn't replace it. And then the women's match is the other one I want to watch. Now, nice. something I'm very excited for. And, Bill, you did something similar to this uh, around Christmas time. You did a Christmas beer pairings I did. matchup. So what I've got here is a list of – Athletes are wrestlers and the athletes that they resemble. So, our, so just for the rules of the game, you're gonna say an, a wrestler. You're gonna mm-hmm. give an example, and me and Nather have to agree or give a counterexample. Yeah, if you want. I mean, we're coming up on thirty minutes, so we'll, we'll run through right. quickly. Hey, yeah. Wrestle, WrestleMania takes forever, man. Thirty-five. WrestleMania. Yeah, 35. Hey, 35, thirty-five minutes. Thirty-five right. minute homage so. to WrestleMania. But before we get onto the list, why don't you guys tell us what do you think about uh, anus tart? It is oh. very tart. <laughs> um, I would I would drink this anus tart. Okay, I'm gonna That's keep drinking. It. You it's keep very drinking good. it. Okay. Yeah. Dude, stop covering your mouth while you're talking into the mic. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't want to say I would drink this anus like clearly, but I guess I just. <laughs> I did. guess it's too late now. Um, what do you guys anyway, think? It I looks mean, really hazy. It is. Um, so it, this is a ten. Uh, this is a 10.5, but it does not drink like a 10.5. 10.5? Dang. 10.5. Definitely not sessionable. We went from 6.6, well, 6.66 actually on the first beer yeah. to 10 on the last beer, and now 10.5, which makes We're sense. We're just moving Single, on double, up. triple. Um, um, definitely moving on. I like this, so it's hazy. It's, it's uh, good. It's drinkable. It's very sneaky. So I had like four of these, and I didn't realize I had four of those when I was in Turning Point. Yeah. And then I don't remember some stuff after that that was the turning point that was the turning point (laughs) this is similar to the other turning point beer that we had because it's kind of hazy um so the other one was a double dry hop dingle dingle bop which was a lot more hoppy because they double dry hop it you know to get the Mm -hmm. hoppiness to get the dingle bop exactly (laughs) 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 now that i just got a fist bump yeah Yeah, that was good i mean Thank you to our friends at Turning Point. You yes. guys are amazing. We appreciate you guys very when much. When you come to Atlanta, we will take you out to the best Indian restaurant possible. Yes. Duh. That Nabil ate my lunch from that I was uh, supposed to have earlier. Anyway. And that'll be another type of anal, anus tart. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just say anal? <laughs> Um, anus tart. I mean, this is a family show. This is anus it, well, tart. It was a family show up until the 30 minute mark. I mean, <laughs> now it's not. I, I mean, it, why is there anal involved? Um, well, <laughs> All right, back to wrestling. Yes. That, that, that's a very good um, segue. Actually, real quick, I had a question for you. You yes. guys had some barbecue oh, I did. in Texas. How was that? It was awesome. I sent out a picture. Oh, I forgot to put it on Instagram. I'll put it lately, later, but it was a giant beef rib. Oh, it was like, and I know you love your beef rib. I do love my beef ribs. Mm. So I picked up the beef rib by the bone, mm. and by the time I picked it up, all I had was the bone. So oh. I go back down for the beef rib. Nice. That sounds heavenly. And that's how it should be. Um, exactly. Turning point when Nader and I are out there, we're gonna come see y'all for sure. For sure. For sure. There we go. All right, back to wrestling. 
So my wrestler to athlete comparisons, and I went with primarily NBA players on this one. Okay. Um, just Makes because sense. I feel like NBA players have the most personality. We can agree to disagree on that for now if y'all want, but I definitely think NBA players no, probably. I, I, may I can back that up. I may give you a different one just because I go towards other sports, but let's just let's but go yeah, with it. So, and so you, don't, you can either agree to disagree or you can say for another sport, this is who they would represent. So we're going to start with the greatest, the king of the best. Basketball player and the best athlete of all time, which is Michael Jordan. All right. Okay. Can't argue with Chicago. That one. So for Michael Jordan, I've got Ric Flair or uh, HBK. But I think I'm really leaning toward Ric Flair as Michael Jordan. Ooh, Ooh. I disagree right going forward. Okay. Tell me why you disagree. And because you. Ric Flair was no. Rick, when you wanted someone to lose a match, you found Ric Flair. And what is Jordan known as? Well, the, he's the, the greatest winner. The greatest right. Winner. But. Yeah. but What's more important to Ric Flair's legacy, I ask you? Because uh, so I have an answer for you. It's a number. Okay, give me the number. 16-time world champion. Okay. Ric Flair is a 16-time world champion. He's the flashiest. He's he's done it all. So l- let me just ask you one question on that. I don't want to take too long on each individual person because I know you have a big list. But doesn't Undertaker have the most champions? No. And we're going to get to Undertaker later in the list. Okay. Go to the next so one. Ric Flair is a 16-time champion. He's flashy. He's done it all. And he's got all the swagger, all the persona. And he's the best competitor there is. So to your point about losing like a champion, uh, Ric Flair, Michael Jordan, I think is for me. So then um, because I mentioned HBK, I would say D Wade is HBK because he's flashy. And on the biggest stage, he has great presence and he does great things on the biggest stage. Okay. Um, I can see that. Dwayne Wade, I'm pretty sure had a triple double in March Madness. And then, of course, the year that they beat the Mavs in the finals in 06. I mean, that was all D Wade. Average is like 38 points a game. Yeah. Very reminiscent of Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania himself. Um, LeBron James, to me, is John Cena. Okay. And uh, that's because people love to hate LeBron. People love to hate John Cena. However, each of these guys still sells the most tickets. You put LeBron's name on something, you say he's going to be in the building. He's playing. You put yeah. John Cena's name on something, you say he's going to be in the building. He's going to be performing. And I guarantee your ticket sales will go up. Which is ironic because you can't see him. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to, to bring that in. I got you. Um, I got you. And <laughs> not only that, but also John Cena and LeBron are the most influential uh, figures in their respective sports right now, and they both have the crossover ability. So they're doing their performance thing, but they're also doing the movies and TV thing. Yeah, uh, they were both I, in a movie I, together. I, I, I can't argue this one. I, I really can't. And I don't think you're going to argue the next one either because I've got – I may. I, I, I think you, you gave me a sneak peek about it. I just got to figure out what I'm going to do. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, well, this one I haven't talked about yet, and it's um, I got The Rock as Kobe Bryant. The Rock as Kobe. Um, the Greatness – is there the okay. generational talent is there the swagger is there the work ethic is there and the rebranding of themselves is there right uh, rocky I mean, my via uh, started uh, with uh, the nation of domination i'll give you the love of the fan base for that one because every kobe fan you talk to is just ape shit over kobe and every rock fan you talk to just ape shit over rock so i agree with this one yeah yeah so I can the greatness that one. the swagger the work ethic the generational talent the rebranding of self and then the fan love the rock and kobe um because without a doubt kobe and The Rock are among the top five to ever do it in their respective and, and professions. And I also feel like uh, both of these wrestlers are very high on the millennial side. Yes. Like, yeah. that's the exact demographic that goes right to them. Right. Yeah. They they came up, they started 
early and then they really rose to meteoric fame during our generation absolutely absolutely so now um this one you guys might not know as much about because it's more wrestling heavy but kevin durant is seth rollins okay and again seth rollins will be fighting brock lesnar for the universal title this weekend at wrestlemania yeah uh, but and, essentially uh, just no that's yeah. roman right who is uh, seth rollins any background on him so seth rollins was one third of the shield and the shield was roman reigns dean ambrose and seth rollins Arguably the most powerful faction of all time. Three-man tag team, unbeatable. They had their triple power bomb that was unstoppable, and they dominated everybody. Okay. And the reason Kevin Durant is him is because uh, Seth Rollins turned his back on the Shield. He single-handedly turned his back on his teammates and broke up the Shield broke to go do his own thing. No. Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City to go join the enemy, which is what Seth Rollins did. He left the shield and he uh, aligned himself with Triple H huh. and the evil empire, if you oh, will. Interesting. And so did, did he ever join John Cena? No. Uh, oh, neither. Didn't you have something about Kevin Durant joining the Lakers? So the, apparently, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there oh, was yeah. a, it's an April Fool's <laughs> joke going around. So if you guys see it, it is April Fool's because the release date on the report was 4 one Kevin Durant is not going to the Lakers right now. Um, <laughs> not right now, yeah. There you go. We do expect him to go somewhere else, but he's not. As of now, he hasn't officially said he's going to the Lakers. Sorry anyway. again, Asif. I just found a good segue. <laughs> no, that was great. Thank it's you great. for that because I wanted to bring that up. Just for our listeners, there was quite a bit of a commotion in our studio when that picture was sent to me in a text message anyway <laughs> all right um, so back but to the all right so not only did seth rollins leave his group to go join the enemy in 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 uh searching for the title but uh seth rollins and kevin durant are both one of the best in the business currently yeah arguably top three if all not right. top two and seth rollins is often referred to as crossfit jesus which I just wanted to throw that out there because <laughs> that's my body goals. When I see a, a, a guy like I want, um, and then, excuse me, uh, I got Dirk as the Undertaker. So that's the one you were talking about earlier, Dirk as the Undertaker. And so I don't, I, w I had one earlier, but I think it was a different. Oh, Dirk. Okay, it's not Dirk as the Undertaker. Tom Brady is the Undertaker. Oh, and why? Well, here, okay, well, yeah, you go first because I'll tell you why I picked Dirk as the Undertaker. So my ultimate memory of the Undertaker is that one match where they buried him alive, oh. and whoosh, his hand comes out, mm. and he's not a, he's not done. Classic shot. Yeah, and he comes yeah. right back out, and he wins. Right. Right. And Tom Brady, occasionally in the middle of a season, you'd be like, "Oh, they buried him. He's done." Mm -hmm. and like whoosh, this last season, his hand comes right back out, and he throws that touchdown to <clears throat> Gronk to whoever. And I'm waving the white flag on, on myself on this one because when you talk about uh, dead and buried, 28 to 3. Yeah. Anyway, I'm happy I said it before you guys beat me to it. <laughs> also, one, I, I did say I'm going all NBA athletes. Yeah, so I'm know, happy I know, you I know. threw. I know. No, well, but remember, I said I, I go more towards football. Yeah, no, and so that, I'm, that's my, that's my I'm very, very happy you threw Tom Brady in there because that's a great thing. The one reason I went with Dirk as the Undertaker, maybe still more so over Tom Brady, is longevity. Mm -hmm. Legends, right? With they all have yeah. uh, universal appeal, right? I don't think there's anybody that like hates Dirk, right? And he's German. There's so nothing he to hate Dirk on. Yeah. Right. And, and nobody really hates the undertaker, right? Mm -hmm. So the universal yeah. appeal is there. Dirk is German. So he's got international appeal, just like the undertaker. I mean, did. people hate Germans. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Some, but, but Dirk people. is different, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Dirk. Dirk and is then, the exception. Uh, so longevity legends, universal appeal. And then taker, Undertaker has only won the championship three times, actually, mm -hmm. despite having 
arguably being the greatest wrestler of all time, obviously top three, top five, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Dirk is one, one. So I think they're similar in that regard. In okay. which case I would disagree about Tom, Tom Brady. Brady because he's a, he's a winner. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tom Brady could be Ric Flair because they, they look alike and similar swagger and not people. What like do you mean they anyway, look alike? I would say Tom Brady as HBK. So we're going we're gonna to get to that, actually. Okay. 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 Um, All, right. All right. I'm going to run through my list real quick. I got <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar as uh, Steph Curry. Oh, interesting. Even though they're complete opposites, right? Yeah. But they're opposite in stature, but they're both undeniable forces. Um, they have a wide arsenal of moves, but their specialty, which is, in Brock Lesnar's case, the suplex or the German suplex, the F5, yeah. and then Seth's three-point shooting is devastating. It's really all they need to do to, like, make their presence felt and to, like, really show that, like, all right, they can get back into a fight and just keep honing on, on their specialty mm. and they'll kill you with their specialty. And the fan and universal appeal. People hate Brock and people hate the Warriors, but... But I think everyone loves Steph yeah, Curry, everyone which, loves is, Steph. which is the only um, way I would argue I th that. The other thing I don't kind of agree with that is because <clears throat> Brock Lesnar is rarely there. Like, he comes, like, what, once at WrestleMania? Yeah, I mean, he's a part-time champion. Once every yeah. five WrestleMania. Part-time <laughs> champion. Yeah, like, like, he's rarely there. I can't even think of a comparison just because you rarely see him. But, well, so the reason I have Brock as Curry, though, is because they're the main event. Oh, okay. So if Brock is there, you're there to see Brock. If Curry's playing, you're there to see Curry. I would compare him to a Carmelo Anthony. Interesting. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because they're both... They're they're both really good at what they do, but they're out of their time. Well, so like, I don't know, because Brock dominates and Curry dominates and yeah. Carmelo doesn't. Carmelo hasn't dominated for years. No, but Carmelo, never, when he first came into the league, I he mean, dominated. So I have a, I have an odd example, and this this could work. I would say he's a 2008 Vince Carter. I always, to always injured, but when he's there, he will dominate. I.e. when he went to the Nets and he took the Nets to the next level. Yeah, he didn't play for half the season on the Raptors because he was hurt. Yeah. But he got traded to the Nets and next thing the Nets are in the finals. They look like they may be able to beat the Spurs, but they didn't. And that was the with like Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. That was a Jason Kidd's Vince first Carter. Final. Yep. I could see that. I mean, like I said, I just went with Brock as Curry because I think like they are, even though they're opposite physically, like just the persona and like their specialty and how dominant they are is very similar. And right. the main attraction appeal is definitely right. there for both of them. All right. Enough. Give us two more of your comparisons and okay. let's go to the next Yeah, part. no, so I got perfect. So one more and then one more a question for y'all. Okay. Is uh and I think this one we're gonna agree on universally is Allen Iverson and Stone Cold. Allen um, Iverson Stone oh, Cold. Defiant, anti hero, fan favorite, even though management had issues with them and just like by any means necessary did what they had to do to get over and like put their heart and soul into it and were undeniable too, but in a different way. I mean, um, the, I mean the way you went about it, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, I can get back. I, and one. yeah, like, a, and for the record, I just want to say that Stone Cold is my favorite wrestler of all time. I mean, I, I could also say Stone Cold is Jay Cutler, except the fact that Jay Cutler didn't win. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so now my question for you guys, okay, and you can take this however you want is, uh, who is Triple H? That was one I had a hard time. I thought Triple H could be Vince Carter, but uh, oh. because the longevity and injury is there and not there, but also like as soon as they're around, it's like you immediate contenders. Ooh, um, but I, who is I, Triple I H? Have a, I have a perfect answer for you. All and right. It, it doesn't have to be NBA. It's Derek Jeter. Ah. So Derek, so Triple H, even though for a little bit he was the sidekick 
to Shawn Michaels on Degeneration X, mm-hmm. he always had the potential to be takeover. And then Shawn Michaels went away for a little bit, and then Triple H literally took over the WWF, yeah. not the E, the WWF. And um, Derek Jeter started off needing to be whatever in, in the Yankees. He was just a kid, and he lived up to everything. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Then um, Triple H grew, married Stephanie McMahon. Now he's with an ownership mm-hmm. of wrestling. Okay. Triple H is now. I'm sorry, I mixed that up. Yeah, you did. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is on the Marlins as an owner. Yeah. So it's kind of like the career arc, right? I like that. I like that a lot, actually, and um, I think that's a good fit. I mean, I think I was going to go a little bit different. I thought you were going to go A-Rod because A-Rod grew up under the shadow of Jeter, and then when Jeter left, A-Rod took over. Well, no, so, so, so A-Rod was always number one. He went to number two when he went to the Yankees. <clears throat> A-Rod yeah. was number one on, on Seattle, number yeah. one on the Rangers. Yep. Then he got traded, and he was the best player on the Yankees. But all the Yankees fans love Derek Jeter. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think that works in that situation. But, you know, I could be wrong. Yeah. But maybe it's just because I love HBK. But everyone, I feel like they loved HBK more than Triple H. Mm-hmm. Triple H had to leave DX to become the next level. Yeah. And that's when he switched sides to the Vince side and to the family and to the business and whatnot. Nice. I think if I was going to go NBA player, I would do CP3, Chris Paul. Uh, journeyman been around, but journeyman still been around. Had leader. to leave. He was because he started off as a showman on the Hornets. Okay, right. Then he had the controversial trade to LA that didn't work. Okay. Then he ends up in Houston, and now he's the backup. But he was always like he was the main guy in LA. He was never in LA. In the Clippers for the Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah, but he no, he was he was the second guy, right? No, because Blake Griffin was, no. was never number one. I don't say Blake Griffin was number one, but like you wouldn't. CP3 well, was always C- the assist guy, right? He wasn't. But uh, that's the thing. He's the leader. And so in that case, yeah. I could see it because Triple H was the leader and he put everybody else there and made go. sure everybody else got their spots. But also Triple H does like his spotlight. And so a lot of people complain that he's back at WrestleMania again. Yeah. Probably going to have the longest match of the night. But I Even think though there's so many other good matches that deserve probably more time yeah. that Triple H is going to take up. And that might be the difference because um, I don't think CP3 loves the spotlight. So, I think he gets it, but I don't think he so loves I, it. So I think we went over that 35-minute mark, so we oh, didn't do for the... Sure. Uh, no. And then, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a couple more, but listeners, let me know what y'all think. I that ha- I was so much fun for me. And uh, if you guys want to change it up to NBA player or to NFL players, we can do that online on social media. So let's do predictions for one match. You give us a match, Asif. We'll do predictions. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's go with the the women's match. The all right, women's let's do match. it. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, throw the match out again. Just okay. So it's Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey for the women take all uh, women's titles match. And, and this is for the uh the Raw and the SmackDown title, yeah, right? Yeah. Winner take all championship. Okay. So the Ultimate championship match, right. so main it's, event. It's 1v1v1. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with Flair. I have to go with Charlotte Flair. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I want Becky Lynch to win so bad, like so, so bad. So I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. You're going to go with Becky Lynch. And then just to be the the odd man out, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. All right. So it's 1v1v1 yes. over here as well. And, uh, dun, dun, dun. I just want to. I was terrible, 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 terrible in my predictions during football season, but I just want to say that I did get the Braves Cubs <laughs> game right uh, yesterday, and hopefully I'm right again this time. Oh. oh, and just and because of that bet, which I was a witness to, neither will be providing the, the beer next week. Yes. Shall. Was that what we bet on there? Did we we bet on something? Else. We bet on the Jets winning. 
That was a different bet. That's well. a different bet. Oh, okay. Right. We're, we're a gambling show as well. Yes, we are. We're, yeah, we're going to work on that. Anyway, Just for the record, that, um, that bet was the Jets will go one and one against the Pats. Thank you all for listening thus far. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time. And uh, we'll be watching WrestleMania this weekend at some point. And We've got some special stuff going on. What What's we'll up? do is we'll tweet out Asif's entire list of yeah. NBA athletes to wrestlers comparison. And you guys can give us your feedback and thoughts on that. Uh, and then feel free to add any NFL players or uh, baseball or hockey. Uh, Nab may have saved it. Or may not have saved it. Maybe some of you guys are watching. But, you yeah. know, well, hockey right. We got Kevin well. Owens, Jericho, Edge, and Christian are all Canadian. And so if you got yeah. any hockey players to go and throw on that, I got you go guys. That would be great. All right. Um, thank you. At Bears, Birds, Ruse. We'll have more for y'all on soon. On Instagram and Twitter. Holla. Yeah. Thank you.